This is episode number 87 of Patrick Jones Baseball. On this episode, we have Slade Heathcott, who is a former first-round pick of the New York Yankees. Um, been having a lot of coaches, strength coaches on lately. Want to kind of change it up for um, for an episode, bring on a current player. Slade is someone who has a really unique background. Um, talks a little bit about it in this episode. He actually lived by himself his junior and senior year in high school and talked about how he kind of actually slept at the field in his truck. Um, just the journey of being a professional baseball player and dealing with injuries. And um, he even gets into taking classes during the season. Um, pretty interesting guy. I hope you guys um, really like this episode. If you haven't already, please make sure to head on over to iTunes and uh, leave a five-star rating and write a, just a short review. Um, it really helps the overall rating of the show and helps other listeners find the show to listen to as well. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. Um, and without further ado, here is Slade Heathcott. with Slade Heathcott, who is an outfielder for the Sugarland Skeeters currently. Slade, thanks for coming on today. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Um, so first off, growing up um, in Texas, um, what was your kind of ba- ba- baseball background like? I mean, I had played multiple sports growing up, and then once I got into high school, pretty much narrowed down to baseball and football. But I had, I had played since five, you know, just basically kind of like everybody else that's played through the game. Normally everybody starts really young and um, did a lot of travel ball thing, stuff like that, showcases. Uh, my sophomore and junior year, moved to Dallas to play with a team there during the summers. So it was pretty much, once I hit high school, pretty much year-round almost. Did you? When did you know or get a good idea that you could be a professional baseball player? Uh, I would probably say a couple months before the draft, I guess it kind of really came to light that it was a poss- a real possibility or was going to be a possibility. Now you actually have, I was reading up on you a little bit, you have kind of a unique uh, background. I read that you actually lived by yourself your junior and senior year of high school. Is that correct? Yeah, parts of them junior and senior and, you know, there's just, things going on with family wise and mother had remarried and moved down south to Louisiana and it was just one of those things that I wasn't leaving Texarkana and at the time I loved being at the baseball field so that's I would actually sleep in my truck at the field and things like that and looking back now I'm so glad that I did I, I, I love those times I think that was probably the first step to me really knowing that being outside there's more to it than just being outside you know I, I think it's a really good place for me to be and that's why i enjoy backpacking and things like that so uh, i think that sparked it and you know it just kind of brings me back down to earth and reminds me of where i came from wow that's that's pretty incredible uh so you at the time you weren't like like scared or anything like being a high school kid alone like a lot of people would they'd be kind of freaking out I imagine I I probably did, but I had too big of an ego to to ever admit it. But yeah, I mean the un, the unknown even nowadays and and times throughout the day, the unknowns are always uh, can be associated with fear and things of that nature. But I don't know. I, 
I've never been a person that really has anxiety and fears like that. Or maybe I don't let them bother me as much or show as much. But no, I, at the time, I think I was just, just young enough and just dumb enough to have fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually like looking up some of your um, stuff about you. Um, so you're, are you currently in school in the off season? I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm in school year round. I just take one class at a time through Embry Riddle, working on my aeronautical science degree. So I'm about two years away from completing that. What would you want? To, what do you want to do with that ultimately? Like become? I, I know you wanted to get your pilot's license. I, I've had my pilot's license since 2012. Oh, wanna, you've already got that. I, I do. I have my private. So I, just for fun and things like that, I'll fly around and. And I'm just about to start flying up and getting my hours and start doing that thing. But once I'm done, I want to go in and get my commercial and instructor and ratings done. So that way I can fly commercially or privately for a corporation, something along those lines. So I want my aeronautical science degree to kind of go hand in hand with that. What's it, what's it like to take classes like during the season? Is that pretty tough? I think it's just the perspective that you look at. Um, mine's by choice. I'm wanting to do it. So, you know, I it, it can be time-consuming. And I guess for terms of just free time and being able to have just effortless days in terms of scheduling, yeah, I guess it's more of a challenge. But it's I think it's growth. And I, I'm a true believer that happiness comes from growth and not having stagnant life. So I, I guess I just look at it a little differently. You're you're currently playing uh, independent baseball in the top league, the Atlantic League. Um, I've asked a few people who have who have played in the big leagues and played independent baseball, but what's what's the competition similar to? Is it AAA? Would you say or AA? Or what would you kind of? Uh, compare uh, the Atlantic League to competition-wise? I think it can just be kind of, you know, double, triple-A level. Some games are, um, you know, full-blown triple-A games. Um, some of them might be a mixture of double-A, but double-A, triple-A is probably a fair assessment, in my opinion. What do you think is um, one of the things, or what do you like? What's one of the things that you're working on in the off season in terms of like your own game? In the past, I've always just worked on trying to get better mentally, physically, and spiritually every day. Uh, I think I think when you handle the three main components and figure out how to do that daily, it just starts um, almost manifesting or becoming who you are. So, you know, just always trying to work on being the best me possible and, and getting my workouts in, being scheduled, being routine, so that way I'm organized and able to keep up with everything and be present in as often as I possibly can. And when I mean present, I mean just try to be 100% into what I'm doing while I'm doing it to make sure that I'm keeping that integrity intact. Very, very cool. Um, why, why is professional baseball? And again, you've you've made it to the major leagues. You actually you've 
your actual uh, statistics in the big leagues. I mean, you hit you hit four hundred. You um, were you ever like like wondering, especially as a first round pick, why you like didn't get more of a chance there? No, I mean I didn't stay healthy the first part of my career, and that's just that's life, and that's baseball. I, you know, I even this year though I'm I'm 27, which is not old by any means. I'm old as in the aspect of baseball, just because I played for nine years. You know, the first six years of my career, I had a surgery every year, so I didn't complete a season at all until. 2016 and then I didn't have another injury at all but I just had a look you know I think I think there's a lot of things that go into it and I think the game's just really good and uh, when it comes down to bottom bottom line is um, I guess I wasn't the player I needed to be to have somebody believe so um, it's just kind of what it is yeah, I, I completely understand. Um, what were you've obviously were, were with the Yankees when a lot of the the big stars were there? What's like, what what was it like being in the clubhouse with like A Rod and some of those guys? I think it was an awesome opportunity and and a very unique experience. Some of the guys that I had in, the, in those clubhouse, their presence alone, just in terms of baseball wise the IQ levels in those like baseball IQ was in that locker room was unbelievable. Um, and, and I think that's huge when you start playing the game longer and longer and you start realizing there's more, a lot more facets to the game than you would think. And in a time period where statistics and everything are huge, I think it's just a, it was just an opportunity that a lot of people aren't presented with. And, had a very big impact more so on who I am as a person off the field than who I was while I'm playing the game. Did you see uh, during the playoffs, A-Rod gave a, a hitting demonstration about uh, Justin Turner's swing, and he was you know constantly you know talking about how you know he was swinging down at the ball. Um, did you ever talk hitting with A-Rod? And like, is that just his mental, what he had to feel to kind of have like a shorter swing? Yeah, I think when it comes to hitting, it's such a mental um, anomaly because everybody thinks something different to, to achieve the success that they have. So being able to like rope that in, rate it in on a daily basis is one of the biggest challenges. Um, and, and figuring out what works for you. You know, so I know guys that, that do, you know, swing down, hit it, ground ball to second base, like opposite side infield. You know, guys that are trying to hit it as high as possible. Um, it, it, it's such a individual topic or process. So it, it's tough to say, but yes, I've heard, I've heard so many different types of philosophies and I've had different types of philosophies myself um, that have evolved over time and that I, that I thought gave me the best route to success. Did a Rod? Uh, I I heard a rumor that he he goes and buys the rookies all all a new suit once they make it to the big leagues. Did he buy you a suit? I, I think it just depending on who's coming up and who's going. I know several people that is, it has happened to, and I think it just depends on on each individual situation. But there's a lot of um, 
the veterans really look out for a lot of rookies when they're coming up for the first time. So in, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's time or or a possession, possessional things, there's a lot of stuff given back. Awesome. Slade, really appreciate your time today, man. Awesome stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it.